1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. And finally, we are back doing a new episode. It's been a while. We apologize. We spoke about two weeks ago. We were moving, so we weren't able to record anything new. Last week was back to school. There's just a lot of shit going on.
0: And when I put it out on Instagram that we were taking another week off unexpectedly, I have to say... I want to thank everyone so much for being so supportive. Everyone was like, "We get it. We're oh, all really? there." Yeah, because oh, nice. everyone is there too. Everyone's kids are back to school, and we're trying to figure out this hybrid learning. And you know, it was just so um, heartening how supportive everybody was. So I'm so grateful. We're so grateful. Thank you for understanding. It feels so good to be recording right
1: now. It does. And <laughs> Billy is trying <laughs> to play ball with <laughs> me right now while we're trying to record. Um, while we're thinking, we're, well, I'm sorry, while we're trying to be grateful of people, the last episode that we put out, we were saying, hey, listen, we're trying to hit that thousand review mark on iTunes. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we just got like bombarded with Awesome reviews
0: because people are incredible and want to be supportive. And we're
1: so thank you.
0: Thank you so much. We made it to a thousand reviews, which is actually a really big deal in the podcast world. We're so we're just so grateful for all of you. I don't I don't know how else to say it. Um, Reading your reviews makes me cry. Um, even the three-star review that said that I say the word "fuck" too much. <laughs> I
1: didn't see that. I looked for it after you told me, but um, I didn't find it.
0: it's there. But I get it. It's not for everybody. I do say "fuck" a lot. I apologize. That's two. I can't. I. I don't think I can change it.
1: You're, you're not changing anything. I'm here.
0: not changing it, but I respect your opinion. Um, but fucking a right. I gotta be me. That's three that's 3. Yeah. Um and and we were at a party today which was really fun a taco party with the kids. A taco party. It was a taco party that was the uh, like theme. It Tacos. Was,
1: well, it was a fiesta. Oh. <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> that <laughs> makes more party. sense. A taco party could be a whole nother thing. That makes more sense. Yeah.
0: But we were at a taco party. I purposely didn't drink because I knew we were going to be recording tonight, even though they had fantastic margaritas. And I knew I was going to have a drink recording tonight. You just poured me a drink before. I think my body is so exhausted from the first week of school that I'm feeling that drink so hard.
1: It's so funny you say that because I cannot handle my drinks. Like I say, like I used to, when I say that, I mean, two months ago. (laughs) I I'm getting like drunker the less I drink lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I, I don't know if I'm if it's being tired or old just old getting old. old. Or but we were supposed to record last weekend. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Saturday night. Uh, sat or I came. I went to work. I came home at early, like at two o'clock or something, and I poured a bottle, uh, a glass of wine, and everybody left. You know and. And you came down the next morning and were like, did you drink two bottles of wine? Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, we're not recording today. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I know. We needed that week to just like be and just but everybody, all of you parents and teachers out there who just dealt with the first week of homeschool or the second week of I'm sorry, hybrid or virtual um, or those of you who've decided to homeschool, whatever it is you're doing to deal with all of this. Uh, we get it. We see you and you know, it, it's not easy. Um and we survived this week the great earthquake of twenty twenty in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, I think a chair fell over. <laughs> so it was yeah, a really disastrous right. earthquake. Right.
0: <laughs> Right, that's like in New Jersey always every winter they'll be like this is going to be the worst snowstorm ever. And then like you go outside and like one of your lounge chairs is like overturned. Right. It was kind of like that,
1: but the internet went out. It was a disaster. Right.
0: <laughs> but but we for this one, we weren't expecting it. You know, with a snowstorm you'll expect it. With this, we got up in the middle of the night and it was the the house was shaking.
1: <laughs> it was so funny because I have that white noise on while I'm sleeping, so I didn't even hear it. I felt the rumble for like a fraction of a second, and I woke up and I'm like, "Oh, oh, well, okay." Now you're like, "I think it was, a plane." Well, so you you were like, "Did you feel that? What the fuck was that?" I'm like, "Go back to bed, honey. I think a, there was a low flying plane or something." Mm-hmm. Just go back to bed. It was nothing.
0: And then I went on Facebook, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, "Did you feel it?" Yeah. And it's funny because in New Jersey, we're in New Jersey. You, we, when you live here, you deal with a lot of shit, right? You deal with, you know, like, taxes.
1: Okay, taxes. <laughs> that's my I was going to say
0: just like <laughs> every movie makes fun of New Jersey, Jump, every comedian. Taxes
1: and jumpsuits. That's New Jersey's problem. Jumpsuits. Well, that's like the whole, like the Sopranos and the, you know, like. Oh, you know like the I mean? velour, like that's what we're known couture. for. Yeah. yeah, I
0: hear what you're saying. So you you know we 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 deal with all this shit. Like when you go into the city and you walk in, especially maybe not so much now, but like in the '90s and the beginning of the 2000s, you walk in and everyone's whispering in the city, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's Bridge and Tunnel," you know, right. because you're. Yeah. So we deal with all this shit. The one thing we feel like we don't have to deal with is earthquakes. <laughs> we're like, we don't have any earthquakes. And then, I mean, it was a 3.1 earthquake, but still, it was, we were, I was scared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, it was literally nothing. Like, it was nothing happened. It rumbled and. But
0: let me tell you, the whole town was on Facebook. That well, for night.
1: us, that's a big, Yeah, that's a big deal. All right. Uh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. we're in, we moved, and we're getting settled. So, we're here to talk about
0: we have just as many boxes sitting around as we did the last episode.
1: We, <laughs> we <recorded. laughs> that well, we had somebody help us when we first moved in and that's why things got taken care of. Shit got done. Mm-hmm. And now that they're not here anymore, mm-hmm. shit ain't getting done quite as fast. But I gotta say I'm very I, I'm I'm proud of you. you've been on top of things getting things done. So I just wanna give you a little bit of a shout out. Oh my god I don't wanna overdo it and, you know, give you too much uh respect. No, honestly.
0: I have butterflies I've, right now
1: i i i've noticed how you've wow. been on top of things and i'm kind of impressed damn kind of hot kind of <gasps> sexy yeah. i
0: wow i just had like tingles throughout <laughs> my body thank you i have been trying
1: but I, we'll, I, get you know to that. we'll you get know to what you know what the funny thing is the difference this time is i can tell and you have been trying. What do you mean, the diff Is that like a shot and a compliment at the same time? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Completely. You just fuck well, no, that. No the, more tingles. No.
1: In, <laughs> in the past, you know, you you would say, like, I'm trying, I'm doing, I'm whatever. But this time, I think for the first full time, I can see, yeah. You're trying.
0: Well, I have to say, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about ask you about what feels different about this house, and this house is significantly smaller than our last house, or it feels significantly smaller. Everything about it is smaller. It. I don't know if everyone can hear our sons playing fall guys downstairs. Yeah, I I can't tell them to stop though. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, it feels manageable.
1: To me. That's my whole point of the, everything I wrote here. It feels manageable. Yes.
0: I, I I think I am not the type of person who is meant for big and luxurious. I think I am meant for small and simple. And
1: that's why you married me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Aw, small and simple. Yes. Aw.
1: Right? Yes. Okay. So and we have people who, uh, a funny thing is we were talking about before about People have been leaving reviews and ratings and a lot of them I've been noticing they they make sure to say they're not married, they're either engaged or they're dating or they're twenty-five. So this is gonna be very helpful to you people that are that that listen to us that are not married, so that you won't make the same mistakes that I've made. Okay. <laughs> I was I was gonna say we've, but I wanna put a little bit of that on me. So
0: well, I think this whole podcast is a we've made mistakes, don't yeah. go there right. kind of thing.
1: But this is uh, this is another one. Okay. And especially it's so crazy what's going on with the housing market these days. I mean, things are supposed to be terrible. People are supposed to not be working. Our real estate market out here in New Jersey is through the roof. Pro- the homes of prices are out of control. Well, because
0: unfortunately, I mean, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but people are moving out of New York. I know. And they're moving to the suburbs of New Jersey. I I know a lot of people who aren't moving to New York and I, we love New York so much. You you want to get a
1: rental there? It's real cheap now.
0: I'm so ready. I was just going to say, I'm so ready to go there and support New York and go to the restaurants and do all the things. I really am. Um, But I think as far as, you know, people who have kids and a little bit, people are moving out to our area and it's booming
1: it's out of control like if you list your house today you're going to have a bidding war on it and get like 20% above asking it's 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 crazy but but going back to uh new york there's no reason to go to new york for us right now the, like we can't the, these poor restaurants most of them are going out of business They're,
0: oh i would 100% i would go to new york right this second and do
1: what there's no shows. There's no dinners. There's we no never bar- went to shows anyway. I, I'm just, I'm not, not just No, for that's us. not
0: true that there's no dinners. That's not, absolutely not true. All, all, so many of the streets are closed so that you can sit in the street. The, the key is to go now while it's still nice out, but you can sit in the streets. Everywhere has tents and it's all set up and it looks so pretty. I, I'm on TikTok all the time and okay. I'm on New York TikTok and they it all looks so pretty and, um, and I, I think I would stay, I mean, the numbers in New York are incredible right now and especially in especially New York city. I, I think I would stay in a hotel there.
1: Are there, you know what, honestly, like for a decent hotel, I trust it. I would totally Absolutely. stay over. I'm sure they're like cleaning the shit out of so these rooms. So let's do it. Are they doing like half capacity or something like, like, in I I, I, again? I don't
0: know, but I don't think they even need to do that. I think it's probably at half capacity anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay uh but New Yorkers, we love you, and we are going to uh support you know support New York because I do feel like it's our second home. I miss it there mm-hmm.
1: I hope it does okay
0: okay let's uh let's get started
1: okay we... what are we talking about? I don't know oh fresh starts
0: yeah i we listen, it's a new school year. we're in a new house um I, we have the opportunity like to make the most of this time, and I realize. You know, I say like, I, you know, it, I want to use the word rebirth and we're like having a rebirth. I, I get it. We are we didn't do anything drastic. We didn't travel the world. We didn't like adapt a Buddhist philosophy. I get it. We just moved to a new house. I don't want to overdo it.
1: A Buddhist philosophy.
0: I mean, no. <laughs> I'm just saying like we haven't done anything so significant except maybe move to a new house. And we have survived a pandemic. And, you know, we've done stuff. We We didn't even change towns. We're five minutes away from where we were. But there is an opportunity for us to sort of walk things back and look at what we want to do differently this time around. Again, it's our sixth house. We've said that a lot. Um, not you know, sixth house. Yes, it sixth is. move. Sixth living situation. Yeah.
1: We Uh-oh. haven't had six houses. Wait.
0: Okay. Maybe not. A, what is this? MASH? It's it, We have lived in either. <laughs> when you say MASH. Uh, we have, have literally lived in a mansion, an apartment, and a house, <laughs> and a shack.
1: Okay. So you meant the game MASH. We have lived in
0: all of those. Right. No, we have no mash. Um, And I would like the four choices of husbands again (laughs) to repick.
1: What what would it be like me, Rachel Maddow? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Jason Momoa. You know, of course. I mean, I would, Oprah would be great to be married to. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to overdo it. But I do think that it is an opportunity that, and we all have, you know, it's, it's a new school year for all of us parents. Um, we're, we, you know, we're, we're kind of knee deep in this pandemic um, and we have survived up till now and it's an opportunity to maybe start fresh in a new way. Like, I feel like there's always an opportunity to be like, you know what, like I hate New Year's resolutions. I've always hated them. I've made them. I hate them especially after this year 2020 yeah, is a don't. joke
1: they they are just they're they're just what am i going to do for a month and then quit and never do it again
0: and 2020 i think i was like oh i want to travel more and i want to <laughs> you know so no but 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 it's always there's always a time for renewal so i wanted to like take this opportunity to be like we just moved we never get to talk you're always at work I'm always with the kids. And I was sort of like, this is a perfect opportunity to sit down and whatever we need to hash out and decide we want to do in this house, let's do it here.
1: Okay. <laughs> do you want to do it first before we start recording it or just <laughs> go for it right now? I'm here? sure we'll
0: turn it off at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, why? Are we fighting?
0: Oh, no. You have something? We did last time we recorded. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah it could get a little intense. ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So for us having this fresh start, having this move, what what do you hope to change or what do you foresee happening now that we've done this?
0: Well, uh, there's a lot, but yes. I, um, you know, uh, I could look at this move as I have in past moves and be angry once again that we moved our, you know, I could say like, holy shit, last time we moved, I literally said to everybody we know if Adam if we move again, Adam's moving alone. Like I made a joke and because I really thought that was going to be the last house we were in. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I could look at this as like, you know, I can't believe we moved again. Or I can look at it as this is really an opportunity to, you know, we're cleaning stuff out. We're minimizing where um, our, you know, our boys for the first time have their own rooms. Mia has this space for herself. Like, I want to look at the positive of it. And I think recently especially during the pandemic since probably since March I have been really big on complaining. I know that. Like I have been really negative about things. And I think there's a lot to be negative about and to and and to feel sorry for ourselves and for feel sorry for myself and you know I I really am trying to be Positive about this, and um, that's something that's that's very important to me right now. And I'm going to be referring in this episode a lot to Dr. Edith Egger, um, who is I'm going to get a little deep here, a little dark, but she's a Holocaust survivor and a best-selling author. She specializes in creating meaningful existences, even in the most adverse situations. And I'm not going to, in the least, compare our situation, even in a pandemic or whatever, to the Holocaust. I'm not trying to do that. But she does say that, you know, listen, when you are going through adverse situations, as I think to some degree we all are right now, um, that you need to think about a few things. You need to think about the fact that you ha- you come from a history um and your environment, and you also need to think about your attitude. And what happens when she talks about the adverse situations that we come from is she says we all come from ancestors who dealt with adverse situations, right? Like every single one of us has heard at least one story from our ancestors, from our grandparents, from our parents, from our aunts and uncles who dealt with adverse situations. And we all kind of inherited that strength that it took for them to get through it. And so she says, I was in the Holocaust. I was at Auschwitz. She was at Auschwitz. And I somehow knew that I could survive because my, her, you know, my ancestors, her ancestors had traveled 40 years in the desert and survived. Like she just kind of felt like she had that same strength that they had. So I tra- I'm trying to pull from that, like, after reading her book, she read a book called The Choice, and now she has another book coming out called The Gift. Um, I, I try to pull in that, like, of all the things that we can think about that our ancestors did that are sort of like, I have a little bit of that in me.
1: Yeah, I think, I think if you read something like that and, and listening to somebody who's gone through what she's gone through you can kind of say to yourself, you know what? I'm strong enough to be able to stay in my house for a couple of months. Right. (laughs) You know, totally like you almost look at it as silly. Like Mm -hmm. we're going through this pandemic and we have to wear a mask or we have to stay home.
0: You know what? I can do that. She's so incredible because she argues that no one's trauma is harder than anybody else's. She argues that trauma is trauma and we're all, you know, if you're dealing with trauma, we don't need to compare that. Whatever you're feeling is valid. Just because I was a Holocaust survivor and you didn't survive the Holocaust doesn't make your trauma any less. And I do think that there's going to be an element of trauma that comes uh, out of... I think of, that's
1: her being a little modest.
0: No, I think she's just exceptional.
1: I think you it's You know what both. I
0: mean? I think she's one of those people who's like, you know, like you, you read Ellie Wazel you know, who wrote Night um, about the Holocaust and everything. And you think to yourself, like, holy shit, like that's a person who is... Uh, you know, you you hear about Harriet Tubman who led slaves out of, you know, out of slavery in the uh, in the Underground Railroad. And you think to yourself, like, how the fuck did she like, how do people do that stuff? And a little bit, you're sort of like, yeah, that that's it's exceptional. But we have a tiny bit of that maybe in us. Mm-hmm. Um you know, not to give us too much credit, because I no, do, not at all. That I that's, do realize that, like, I get upset in the morning if we don't have the gourmet coffee that I like.
1: Right. Well, that's <laughs> that's my point. Like, you look. I think what they're trying to do is say, "Hey, look, this is what I went through, and this is what I thought about, what I did to pull through this and try to survive this." And I think for us today, where there's nothing like a Holocaust going on, but we can. Well,
0: wait a minute. Okay, but but. You, to people who have lost loved ones from this, I, I was getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Uh, <but laughs> for the for the most part, for most of us, it's like, look, we got to deal with some bullshit. All right, for for whatever reason you don't like the, you know, if you don't want to wear a mask or you don't want to have to be quarantined, for, we can do it. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. And now we have to think about the people like you were just saying who l- are losing loved ones, right. people who are losing their lives
0: and their jobs and their livelihood to, to, and, yeah so
1: yeah. so much more that this is beyond us it, it's it's mm. not just about us personally. this is not just something we have to think about for I don't want to get too like political with this and too like because we've been bashed a little bit for in the past now getting once. that just once. yeah okay. but you know what I'm saying?
0: yeah yeah we
1: um wait, so what was the question i mean we we, we what went do way I want to do edge? differently yeah.
0: and and the thing is is that I want to try to have a different perspective now because I do know that I have been feeling a little bit sorry for myself and and a little bit i i I agree that we all should be able to feel whatever we feel, but here I you know here we are, we have this you know this new living situation, um this new school year as difficult and different as it may be. And a little bit, I, I want to try to, you know, uh, Dr. Egger says that what you tell yourself matters, how you talk to yourself matters, how you parent yourself matters. And I want to say to myself that I want these to be positive things. And that's not easy for me. I tend to like be the.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do. I do. I know. I, I know. And yep. I
0: have been. I have been very. I am a complainer. I, I complain. I am negative. I, you know, I tend to, I listen, I voice my opinion. I wear my heart on my sleeve and whatever I'm thinking comes out. Like verbal diarrhea.
1: Have you had some kind of, What's it called? Uh, epiphany? Yeah. Epiphany or have you seen it? No, I haven't done this shit yet. I'm just spoken, talking about it. Have you spoken? A, like all of a sudden you know yourself <laughs> way better than I think you would no, have a I, little while ago.
0: I think I know. I think I know what I need to do differently. I think a lot of people right now are feeling like we're complaining and there's a lot to complain about. Yeah.
1: And you know what? Like that's kind of what I was saying before that it's okay to complain because, you know, of what's going on today. We're not in a Holocaust and we're not in a, but we're living our lives. And, and it's okay to be upset about your current personal situation.
0: And she says that too. Oh, Doc, Dr. Egger says that too. She says, absolutely. You don't need to suppress your feelings. It's absolutely okay. She says it's, but there are two ways you can react, which means you can get angry or you can respond, which means you say, this is what's happening and this is my next step. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. So the reaction is a sort of I get angry and then I sort of stop and I don't do anything about it. Wait, wait, did I say the reaction? Yeah. The response is I am going to do A, B, and C to try to fix it. And, um, you know, and that's I think the difference is that I want to – Respond differently like I want To try to fix things That are problematic And I want to try to find the positive I do I really do And I think that that you has... talked to your sister I talked to my sister 14 I, times like, a day
1: Specifically about this because you're sounding very Amy right now No which I'm, is a good thing By Yes the way.
0: Not... I, I love that I'm sounding Amy But I think That I'm I'm more also am like listen I do love This house I really do um, we moved well, yeah, the house. funny, yeah,
1: the funny thing was that we bought this house two weeks into pandemic, so everybody was already quarantined. So we saw this house for what fifteen minutes before we bought it. That's correct. We, <laughs> I remember, I, I drove around. I put notes in mailboxes because there was nothing for sale at the time. And this guy calls me back. So I said, "Hey Danielle, let's go look at this house. We both come here, look at the house. We walked around fifteen minutes, left, and looked at each other like this is it." Mm -hmm. We love it. Mm -hmm. So what what I'm thinking for the fresh start for me or for us, for the family, is that I think we finally found the place that's right for us. Like I spent so many years reaching, trying to find something that was beyond, something that was either too big or too much maintenance or too much you know, perfection or too beautiful or too so th- that we were not number one, couldn't afford to maintain. And number two, not willing to maintain. Like we, we just didn't have the drive in us to, you know, be out there weeding and taking care of landscaping and fixing every route. Like it just wasn't in the cards for us. And we saw this house and was just like, this is us. This is perfect. It's comfortable. It's, it needs, it needs paint and it needs some uh, things and it's home. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like we just both look at each other and like, this is it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has character, which I think is something that all of our other houses were lacking. And that's, I think, so us is a bit of uniqueness and character. And um, no, I, I, so I think that helps the fact that we, we are in this house now that feels like us. But, you know, to get back to what, what I was saying about the aunt, you know, she says it's, it's, it's Jean's. She says she has great genes, Dr. Eggers. She says it's experiences, you know, what what you've learned from the past. And I have to say for all of us who who, all of us individually and all of us who have kids, the pandemic is going to become part of our experiences and it's going to make us more resilient. It's going to make our kids more resilient. It also might lead to you know, an obsession with Clorox wipes or an obsession with, you know, it might lead to all that stuff. But we, if you want to look at it from the positive perspective, you know, um, but from the ancestor perspective, I sort of feel like I like that thought. I like that thought process of I am a, I am a, a sum of the parts of my ancestors. And, and I love, you know, uh, thinking about my grandfather had polio and he overcame that. And, you know, um, y- if you sat down with my dad and asked him about the struggles of my ancestors, he would give you a 14 hour history of all of it. And, you know, I just I like that because we've all heard those stories. And Yeah, but
1: it's going to be so funny like in the future when our kids are older, because right now the young kids, this is normal for them. Like, no,
0: nah, not really. I, I don't think so. Think So
1: like they understand wearing masks. They understand like, like the first day that our that, that our eight year old was on the bus and you forgot his mask. Oh my God. Right? I
0: ran back in here like and, a speed bullet.
1: And he wouldn't go anywhere near the bus because he didn't have his mask. Right. So like that, that's it's just kind of in like embedded in their brains now. Like this, this is what we have to do. This is a normal thing. Like, what's it going to be like when this is over? Hopefully soon. Like transitioning back to the real normal, not wearing masks, not social mm-hmm. distancing, not Cloroxing, not you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just so bizarre. It's just such a yeah. crazy. I don't know. Yeah, so it'll crazy.
0: it'll be interesting to see, but um, but you know, a little bit. I think that it, the the resiliency of it, and um, you know, I I think that that's a really good way to look at it. The way she looked at my her her ancestors walked for forty years in the dead. Like when Ian asks, "Why do I have to go to Hebrew school? And why do I have to?" Eat, you know, when my my friends on Easter are eating chocolate, why do I have to eat unleavened bread? And I'm like, because you are a chosen one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is not so, a chosen one. <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: that's my excuse. Right. I don't know if it's true or not, but no, I it's like just to...
1: out of respect for what I, our ancestors had to go through.
0: All of these things that our ancestors across the board have gone through. Um, why are we? Why are we so privileged? Like why? Why doesn't our generation have to go through that? We do. We're well, going through it.
1: Ironically enough, right now it's um, September twelfth, and you know we just passed the nineteen year mark of September eleventh. So I think there were other people out there trying to prove to us that we're not we're not privileged. We're, we we should have to go through things, and that's kind of why those things happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Every so, generation has its thing, you, you know? know, or like, more than one thing.
1: Like w- were we as Americans feeling overprivileged and that's why they were trying to show us, Hey, listen, you're not, you know, we're going to kill a lot of your people. So, you know, we, we have to just be ready. We have to be prepared to go through these hard times because it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't every think generation. any of us no were matter what prepared it is. for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: of course. I guess, I guess you never are, you yeah. know, but anyway, I, yeah, I just it kind of it it
1: levels us down. And it makes us think. Right. Like, but,
0: but I think that that was a re, that, that to me was a very telling thing of, well, wait a minute. OK, nobody's trauma maybe is more than anybody else's. And we're why should we not have to deal with stuff when all our ancestors have like we're, you know, our our grandkids and our great grandkids are going to tell the stories of us of us dealing with the pandemic and how we dealt with in the stories of the pandemic. And our kids are going to say, you know, about whatever happened. And so we're continuing that line, that lineage of, of hardship in a sense. And I, that to me is um, like, uh, it's, it's endearing. It's positive. It's, it makes me feel better about the situation. Does that make sense?
1: I think so. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah. It's it's we're way past due for a break. Okay. All right, we'll be right back.
0: Anybody who listened to our episode last week knows that I pulled my back. I won't get into the details of how, but I did. And I'm sitting here right now thinking to myself that I cannot wait to go upstairs and take my feels CBD oil so that I can start to feel better because it really does help. And I've had people for so long asking me about feels. And the feedback that I get when people order it and try it for themselves has been so overwhelmingly positive that it makes me so happy that it's helping other people as much as it helps me. It also helps for anxiety, which everyone knows I talked about all the time, especially during a pandemic, because let's face it, we are all feeling more anxious than usual. Fields is grown with care and hand harvested by Colorado and Oregon farmers following organic farming practices. Their goal is to produce the purest end product available. Before fields even reaches your hand, they test every batch produced with a third-party lab and ensure purity and consistency. If you're nervous about trying CBD for the first time or have no idea your dosage or how to do it, that's not a problem at all. I was worried about the same thing and Feels has an amazing real human hotline that will answer any question that you have and help walk you through all of it. Get Feels delivered straight to your doorstep. Become a member and get 50% off your first order. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash MNM to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S.com slash MNM to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash MNM.
1: So with this fresh start that we're doing, what are your fears? Anything that you're nervous about?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) where should I start?
1: Moving again?
0: Um, No. (laughs) You know, I I have so many fears uh, on so many levels (laughs) that we could do a whole episode on that. But, you know, last weekend was Labor Day weekend, and instead of our kids being outside or on the beach with their friends and doing something like we would usually be doing, we were inside. The kids were playing video games and our well, daughter that, was that's, in that's bed a, all day. That's a
1: COVID fear. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like our new, like our move, our new way of thinking, hopefully, or not, not oh. you know, COVID related. Oh, I mean,
0: what is not COVID related these days? Uh, but uh, I guess, um, you know, repeating old patterns. Yes. You know, that's a big fear of mine. Um Figuring out how to not repeat those old patterns. I don't know what the answer is to that. Um, I worry about this new normal of us both being exhausted all the time and... Not being able to find time for just the two of us and to be romantically involved and feel like a couple.
1: Yeah, there's been none of that. No. for a long time.
0: No, because we are literally. I mean, first of all, our kids are home twenty four seven. They slept out once um, when you know, for, with one of our good friends, like right after we were tested. You know, for going to the beach with my parents. Um, other than that, the kids are always home we're always tired you're working like a dog um annoyed all the time at the kids like it's just i, I feel like any kind of romantic and en- involvement with each other and any kind of relationship and marriage like beyond superficial is non-existent
1: well yeah your your mind is constantly on the kids and they're figuring out number one this a b Schooling, which day they're Hybrid, going, which yeah. Day, yeah, which day they're not, which day they're home, and you know I'm, you know, when this when we were finally allowed to reopen the business, I you know I was working for three months, seven days a week, like my mind is focused on saving this business, so like that's on my mind constantly. So there's no time for just you and I like that. I I haven't even thought about that since before this whole I thing know started. You haven't. <laughs> that's so obvious. Not to say I haven't thought about it. You haven't- I haven't been able to act on it act on my oh okay that's my better. thoughts of how much I would love for that to happen mm-hmm. is what I was trying to say yeah
0: it's very hard you know do we go away where do we go to away we can't leave our kids with your mom we can't leave our kids with our parents like how are we doing that where is the romance coming from like it's very very hard and that does scare me because I do feel a very big disconnect. Um, between us, so yeah, that's a huge fear. Um, I fear, I'm fearful for our, ki- you know. Okay, again, it's COVID related, but I can't not. How do you separate it? Mm-hmm. Um, our daughter is in tenth grade now. Like, wh- where is she? Where is she getting the experiences for her applications? And you know, these are things that I that in the middle of the night at two a.m. when I wake up, that's a huge thing that like these are all things that I think about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know that you can separate COVID right now from everything okay. else. I wish we could. Um yeah.
1: Okay. Well, all right. So, you're up at 2. See, that's your stress. So, my stress that we always talk about is, you know, the finances. finances. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And I have to say and I I I'm going to have to give you a little bit of credit again.
0: I've been spending like a fiend.
1: <laughs> yes, you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like crazy. But for the first time, um, all right, my, my fear is us falling back into our old routines and our old habits. And I get nervous about that and spending more than we have. And, you know, I get very nervous about that. So I finally spoke to you, I think in a way that maybe I haven't in the past. And it was maybe a week ago, just like, For five minutes right before I was leaving for work.
0: That's all we ever had was five minutes. I
1: know. And but I felt like for the first time you were kind of hearing me. Maybe it was the way that I was approaching it. Maybe the way I spoke to you about it, where I said, Hey, listen, I know, you know, when I say you're spending too much on the credit card, that's that's a that's defense comes your defense comes right up. But I did not approach it that way this time. I was like, hey, listen, you said to me the other day, you know, how much is in our account? And I told you and you're like, oh, really? Like, that's it? And I'm like, well, here's why. You know, we just moved to this house. Here's how much, you know, we've spent. And that's why this is happening. And that's what I don't want to happen going forward. And you said, okay, well, let's work on this. We'll work on it together. Like, we'll, we'll work on a budget. We'll figure this out. So for the first time, I think you're finally understanding where I'm coming from because I wasn't coming down on you this time. I wasn't throwing it in your face. I wasn't sending you credit card bills and saying, what the fuck did you do? You know, and I haven't done that for a long time, but for the first time, I think I I finally approached you in a way that you could relate to and understand. Mm -hmm. So I was very excited and very happy that we can finally discuss this without it being a fight, without it being, you know... Well, it's not just me; it's you too. And here's why. And
0: well, a little bit, yeah, a hundred percent. But also, you know, there's certain things like we right now. I have boxes sitting in our bedroom. In our old house, I had a walk-in closet. I have no walk-in closet now, so I have a lot of shoes. And like, I want to go on Amazon. This is, people are probably gonna be fucking bored, but maybe they'll relate. I want to buy like a shoe.
1: <laughs> you thing. mean? You mean there's people? Not that many people out there who are like, oh. She has so many shoes and has nowhere to put them. (laughs) Every
0: woman has more shoes than she needs. Okay. I am not. I have no fetish. I am not like a shoe whore. I am not a label whore. I don't have any of that. Like, that's not me. You know me. I do not spend. I was saying that
1: in your kind of defense. Like,
0: Well, but I I really don't. I don't spend. I don't overspend on clothes. I don't overspend on. That's not me. I agree with you. Okay. So, but I do have shoes Uh, and half of them are hiking boots and running shoes and you know but I have nowhere to put them like they're all sitting in a box and I'm like fuck I really want to like buy some kind of container thing to put in my room and then I'm like but is that too much money and is that like I'm literally torn right now about buying fucking shoe storage which is like I think a huge adult problem that I am realizing that I have that I've never had before you know these kind of things that are real I don't want Adam to be mad at me but I need to put my shoes somewhere and they can't sit in a box and you know like real adulting type
1: did you buy I think I saw that you bought an Amazon (laughs) one of those like if you go to like a wedding or something those racks that you can roll to put your coats on. Uh,
0: yeah, I had did you buy one of those? I did. I bought hanging for our for my room. So where are you putting that? I'm putting it I <laughs> like guess a coat rack, a, it's like, like in
1: Goodfellas when they're bringing, or was it was it good? No, or was it was it Goodfellas or Casino when it, when, uh, when they're bringing in like the fur the fur coats? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I bought <laughs> just for
0: like shirts. I just need like so, a, just
1: like the middle of the room. You're gonna middle put middle of fucking the room. I'm rack. going to put a
0: fucking rack. <laughs> I'm gonna put my minks. Your and my foxes. Yeah. And my fucking, like, I would
1: love to see you. My
0: tiger skins. In a mink.
1: I could never you... imagine you in, like, a mink f- like fur coat. I
0: would be rolled in a corner in a ball, crying, <laughs> feeling so much guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about parenting for a second and what we want to do differently with
1: that. Do we want to do it differently?
0: I would think so. No. Wait, what did you answer your fear? Oh, the fears of uh of finance.
1: Yeah, I just don't like I said, I don't wanna continue our previous Okay, so
0: before we get to parenting, what about our relationship? What are you hoping that will happen differently for our relationship?
1: I would love that time that we used to have together. Like I miss our New York trips. I miss just you and I have it like not.
0: Okay. What if we can't take New York trips for all of us out there? Like all of us. Okay. But a little bit, we, maybe we can, maybe we can go. I don't know where our kids are going. That's the whole problem. Well, that's
1: the thing is like, I can't even picture you and I together without kids. Right. I, I, like, it, it's like foreign to me. Well, and like I don't know where I,
0: our kids would go because unless we get them tested, we can't leave them with our parents. Well, they
1: can stay by themselves at this point. Oh, right. I mean, sure. you know, me is fifteen, Ian's yeah. twelve. Yeah, okay. they're fine.
0: I don't know how that would happen, and um, it makes me nervous because I don't know when the, the next time we're going to go away by ourselves is, is. Our so in the meantime, we need to. F- Figure out and be industrious and try to have that romance. Otherwise, pitch a tent in the backyard. I'm serious because, (laughs) but I don't know. But that's the thing. I think that we need to step it up big time. But
1: how? Like you're never in the mood to step it up. I am never. What does that mean? But you're exhausted. I I see you for. 20 minutes in the morning. I see you for an hour at night. We're with the kids all the time. Like, where is the time to step it up and do something? Right. Their kids are home. Always. We we need to
0: get an expert on to talk about this. Yeah. That's a good
1: idea Mm -hmm. because I, I cannot think of anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Are uh, other people feeling like this or like, are you feeling like when the fuck are we? I mean, I don't think for instance that like, like my sister, and her husband, my niece is at college, their other son is in high school, and he goes out at night, you know, he's sitting in the backyard with his friends, or whatever, but they have time to themselves. We don't. We don't. We have no time to ourselves. Um... Yeah, I, I don't...
1: I, I come home from work, and you, the three kids, and the two dogs are on the couch.
0: Yeah, we watch a movie or something, yeah.
1: So it's nice that we have time, you know, as a family no, together. No, I'm done with that. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. I, yeah, I know. You should be because you're home with them all day. Mm. I, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit because I don't get to see yeah, everybody no, all done. day. No, fuck them. But there's, you know, by the time it's the movie is over, or whatever you were watching is over... It's time for bed. Mm-hmm. We're all exhausted. So there's
0: no time. Well, and one thing about a smaller house is where We're are we having sex and where are we going? And oh, it's just so many layers of pandemic. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot of pandemic. Um, but the parenting thing, this is something that happened. I wasn't going to talk about that happened in the last couple of days. You know, as far as parenting goes, I really want to try to be more consistent. We, You know, we joke all the time, and I know it's very hard right now, and we all have to be forgiving of ourselves, and our kids should be able to have screen time That's a savior for all of us, and I get that, and we need to let them a little bit. Our kids are eating whatever the fuck they want. I spent $100 on donuts today. Don't (laughs) hate me. Um, but we like went to like the fancy donut place, and we delivered it to a bunch of people because it made us happy and it was super fun. Um,
1: I'm eating wherever the fuck I want, and that's a problem. Uh, uh, so am I. am I- eating all these gummy cherries. Okay, I don't want to hear you cokes. say that's
0: a problem. You're annoying.
1: I'm not talking about weight. I'm talking about like okay. sugary, like bad. Here's my shit. thing.
0: So our middle son is a Fortnite fanatic, fanatic to the point where we all feel his. Pain when he is having issues in Fortnite. If he loses, we f- like the whole house hears it. If he, you know, he the other day a stranger said, "Can I see your weapons in Fortnite?" and he said yes, and the guy stole those weapons. Well, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I felt it because the whole house shook with him screaming. So I punished him and we're never good about punishing. We don't really ground our kids. Our kids are good kids. They're, you know, they're good to the soul. They're 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 good people. But they're fucking pains in the asses and they're a little spoiled.
1: No, they're a lot spoiled. Yeah. A lot. I feel guilty about punishing our kids because they are good people. Okay. And I do feel bad.
0: Okay. But I cannot on top of virtual learning and hybrid learning and dealing with moving into a new house. Let me interrupt you for a second.
1: I would feel different if I was in your position. Okay. Just to let you know. So
0: when uh, the second I moved into this house, I said punishment and chores are going to be different. I have to make it different. We have to make it different. So literally I've never grounded our kids. Really. I haven't. Okay. The other day, After three days in a row of the entire house shaking because of our son screaming because of Fortnite, I said to him, it was Thursday, you may not play Fortnite until at least Monday. You cannot go on your Xbox. There's no Fortnite. You came home that night when I really needed a backup. I really (laughs) needed you. No, it's not funny. Don't laugh. It's not funny. No. And you looked at me and said, why are you punishing all of us?
1: Yes, because.
0: No, and that pissed me the fuck off.
1: Because I I wanted some kind of other arrangement that you and I discuss. You did it without talking to me. You you punished him with no Fortnite without discussing it with me.
0: You're never home. When okay. am I discussing it with you? Okay. What would the punishment be? I don't
1: know. We're not in the situation right now. But it could have been something that you and I talked about. One of the reasons that we don't punish our kids too often is because we're a little selfish. and we Because if we punish them from playing Fortnite or being on their phone, then they're all over us. But and this is literally no the time. only
0: thing he cares about taking away. I know,
1: but we could have discussed something because... You know, I, I came home from, you know, working all week. You're exhausted from you're know, working with the kids and working with everything all week. Now he's on top of us because he's bored and he has nothing to do. So now we're punished because he's punished. But I I at least would have liked to have discussed something with you without you making You're a not coming up me. but you
0: you write, you obviously have no other alternatives.
1: No, I don't. I didn't think about it because it was just dropped on me when I came home from work two uh, yeah, days ago. No,
0: it wasn't. I texted you at work saying I just grounded him from Fortnite for real and you didn't get back to me at all.
1: Okay, you, you're okay, maybe I thought it was one of your texts because you always text me every day about you're frustrated with him because of something. So maybe I thought it was just one of those.
0: Really? Yeah. but Okay, but once I said to you, if that's the decision I make and I'm home with him all day, your response should be, I support you.
1: How about this? When I, I'll support your decision. When I come home from work, pull me aside when the kids are not there and say, this is what I did. This is why yeah. I did it.
0: I I completely disagree with you, and
1: and just please support me in the the decision I why made. Why
0: should I have to say that to you? Because
1: I I maybe because a text doesn't show me exactly what you did, why you did it, how you're feeling, why. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: but okay. Really?
1: No, not even a little. So here's my thing
0: about all of that: is that when we work together, on any degree. We are such a good team. Like, I really feel like that about us. And I think probably a lot of people out there who are married or in relationship that you feel like with your partner, even if you have times where you're not jiving or, you know, you're not meshing, you know what you can achieve and you know that you're a good team like down to the core. And... We may have bankrupted ourselves a few times. We may have almost gotten divorced or like put our lives in jeopardy a few times. But other than that, I really think we're a good team, like a great team.
1: Yes, I uh, completely agree with that. We are Adam and Danielle. Yeah, we're Adam and Danielle. Yes. Exactly. Exactly
0: and i think that we have both spent so much time recently like being exhausted and playing defense against life and the pandemic and you know all the things that have happened that we haven't really used how great we are together to our full potential like i truly believe that like i think mm-hmm. that we have not to the extent of we really jive well together to our full potential. And I think that's hurt us. And like, I bet that, you know, there are so many couples out there saying, yes, I feel like that too. I feel like when we're at our best, we're so good, but we're not there. And if we have each other's backs in the parenting thing, in the finance thing, in the house thing, like all these aspects of life, we can make it, really good despite the pandemic despite what's happening with virtual schooling like all that stuff I need you to have my back I need to have your back like I know that we need to be a team and our kids are you know the secondary players on that team we need to show them that we are like it that's mm-hmm. it so you know and and on top of that, I want to feel romance. I really, really do. I need that. I want to feel romance. I want to feel that electric spark that we I think are not feeling because we can't go to hotels because we can't do those things. Like I want to figure out a way to do that.
1: Right. And we we can't do the things that we're accustomed to. Exactly. That you and I kind of bond together.
0: Yes. And so we need to be creative and figure that out. And like I said, we might need to bring on an expert or two and and talk about that. But we need to be industrious. We need to be creative and figure that out because it's, you know, we're almost 43. Oh, you are 43. I'm almost 43. We need to do this shit. Like we need to get it down to a science.
1: Well, I feel like we're at the age now where it's the time. Mm -hmm. Like I think I felt like I feel like the move is okay. I don't ever want to do it again. Mm-mm. Like at 43, I think that's the age where it's appropriate to make this move, to start fresh again, to start over. And yeah. this is it. And make it happen and make it for real. Yeah.
0: I, I, but but I, I think the most important thing is our bond with each other. Fuck the move. Like we need to be there for each other and be a unit and be a team and be a couple. I love it. You do, yeah, so let's fucking do it so let's do
1: it, fine, let's
0: fucking do it, um, but I do, I want to feel like that electricity between us that I know we can feel we have that chemistry um what about personal goals? Do you have like personal goals for yourself well,
1: I do, but i've I've been working on them for so long right now, yeah, that I that there's nothing new, mm-hmm. so you know I've spoken about them so much already, I't want to bore everybody okay. that I'm still working on everything that I have been working on and, and I'm I'm really loving the outcome mm-hmm. about how it's been happening and how it's been going mm-hmm. and I'm still going full force on it.
0: All right, so I'm going to break it down. Our I think our goals right now are that we want to like work as a team more, that we want to have each other's backs more. And okay. I think that that's pretty relatable. Like I really do. I think that's pretty relatable. I want to stop being so negative about things and I want to think about my, you know, my aunt. I really do. I want to think about my ancestors and what they've been through and I'm so proud of what I come from. I feel like you're so proud of where you come from. Yeah. You're not a complainer. You don't complain.
1: No, no, I just kind of like keep pushing it and yeah. burying it back down inside until it yeah. explodes and then I have to fucking right. go you know, crazy. Right, you escape. You don't complain. <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> right, so I, 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 you know, I, I push it down for a few months and it's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Or you just get drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever it right. was. But, but that's what I've been working on. And mm-hmm. and that's what I don't do anymore. I
0: shouldn't even say that because you've been much better. Thank you. Um, Yeah, but I feel like it's all relatable. Like we need to, you know, every single person... I think who's listening to this podcast has those stories of people. I mean, I have the story of my great grandmother who fell off the roof when she was doing laundry.
1: Oh yeah. That, yeah. Did you tell that one like in the beginning? Yeah,
0: she was on the roof and she was doing laundry and she fell off I and mean, she died. So she didn't
1: survive.
0: <laughs> so Wait, it's not really grandmother that grandmother
1: was doing laundry on a roof. So
0: she was in Philly. My, my family comes from Philly. She was on the roof putting laundry up. She slipped it was raining. She really? Fell. I don't mean to laugh, but or she was taking it off the roof because it was raining. She slipped. She fell. She died. Wow. She didn't uh, overcome any kind of adversity, so <laughs> it really oh. doesn't fucking matter. But no, but but yeah, she was.
1: No, she got over that real quick.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know what the point of that story is. <laughs> <was. don't> <laughs> okay. All right. I think. Uh, I think we're kind of solid here. All right. Good. We good? Yeah. All right, guys. Um, once again, thank you so much for all of your support, oh, especially with the ratings amazing. of reviews, and with Danielle on Instagram. And and just supporting understanding. us and
0: understanding why we took so many weeks off. We never want to do that. But we also never want to put out mediocre episodes, like ever. Although this, is this any mediocre episode? This one, no, I think this is good. Oh, I, good. I'm, I'm kind of happy with this. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. We love you guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, you can still oh. go rate and review. We could always use rating re- and reviews. Yeah, we we, re- have, we read every review. We have not hit we the max. We fucking read every <laughs> rating and review. No, whoever wrote the fucking, I get it. It's a lot. I say a lot of fucks.
1: All right. You and, can change the channel. You know,
0: maybe I'm just frustrated that I'm not getting fucked as much. All right. We can take care know. of that, too. I don't know that I need to take care of it. <laughs> I'd rather say it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Love, love you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.